So, I'm gonna make this one quick, I guess, and I'm on my way to work. I'm, I should just start a fucking album where I just start all, where I just, like, every podcast is like, I'm on my way to work, I only have, like, ten seconds, but, um, yeah, I guess I can't ramble that much, but, like, I literally go in and, like, uh, it's fucking 15 minutes, we'll say 15 minutes, okay, basically, um, this is gonna be, like, slightly personal, which I kind of dislike, but there's no other way to get my point across, and i rather share my inspiration than fucking, you guys get the idea, I was running low on gas, and my check hasn't came through yet, and I get paid bi-weekly, which I fucking hate, because, like, I used to get paid weekly, you know, I'm rambling, what I'm trying to say is, I'm, I get paid bi-weekly, so I, like, need, I, um, my gas tank was low, so I told my mom, and I'm like, hey, I just, like, cringe at the thought of asking you or dad for money, and I'd rather him pay it, honestly, but I, like, I cringe at it, like, it physically makes me move to ask somebody, and especially, especially my parents, to, uh, to like, just ask for money, because they've already done so much, like, money isn't going to make anything, it's not gonna make it better, it's just gonna make it, like, I don't, I don't know, but it's just, like, I, I cringe at it, it makes me extremely uncomfortable asking for that type of shit, because they've already done so much, I've already said that, what am I doing, and, um, I started getting sad, and, like, I wanted to cry, this all happened, like, five seconds ago, it still is, I guess, but I, like, I actually wanted to fucking cry, because I was so uncomfortable asking my parents for money, and, then I thought, okay, let's not think emotionally, let's solve this logically, they're my fucking parents, and my mom tells me all the time that she doesn't mind, or whatever, and my dad says that too, and there's like this whole fucking story with my dad that there's really no purpose in the getting into, because that has nothing to do with anything, quite frankly, I wouldn't, like, I'm, honestly, I wouldn't mind talking about it, but I'm like, I'm not gonna post it, like, I'd tell you if you, like, fucking message me and shit, but like, I moved out, and, like, I, I asked him, and I already asked him before for a totally different situation, and there's just so much that I can't describe, mainly because I don't have time, but also because it's extremely personal, but the moral of the story is that, like, I hate asking for money, and I thought logically about it, and I'm like, okay, let's use our logical thinking here, because if I thought emotionally, then it would be like, okay, I want to cry, because I hate this, and then, like, I would just cry, and then probably crash, because not many people can have, like, a sit-down cry sesh while driving, you know, so I've done it before, it's hard, but you get through it, wow, that sounded fucking terrible, that wasn't even funny, that sounded terrible, oh god, oh shit, I only have 10 minutes, but, yeah, what I'm trying to say is, I, if I were to think through that emotionally, then I'm just not gonna get anywhere, but if I think through it logically, then, like, logically, I don't even think through it logically, honestly, I just thought of 
me thinking through it logically and it made it way better because I just can understand that I'm gonna not have this issue like in at least a month that I won't ever have to ask them for money like ever again there's a whole story behind that I know it probably doesn't make sense but to me it does and I know it does so just trust me and don't like just context (sighs) Jesus I suck at making quick podcasts 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 okay it's not podcasts but yeah if I were to think through this logically then the solution would be solved because I'm eventually gonna get paid all my problems are gonna be done and I'm paying off something right now like this whole other separate situation there's a lot of separate situations in this fucking podcast (laughs) but I'm paying something off right now so um that's a variable in this equation and in this equation I don't have the money to pay for gas but when that variable is taking out paying for something that variable then I'll be perfectly fine so logically logically most of my life I'm not gonna have to ask for that money and I'll be perfectly fine that is a comforting thought considering that I'm sad right now but logically it'll be better in the future for longer than this moment is gonna last so then I realized that there is a time and place to think emotionally and logically about things cause like when I guess all my fucking podcasts end in me talking about acid but when I'm tripping like I've had like whole like a cut like a f- good amount of trips like a handful however big a trip is I've had like a handful of trips fucking ruined because I was trying to either buy bud or go somewhere and I wasn't able to do that so the whole time I was scouring scout scouring scouring I was scouring around trying to like find a way to pick up or trying to way find a way to go somewhere without driving or just when you're not living for the moment and you're thinking too logically and you're thinking of the end and you're only going to be happy thinking about the end like that can only work in certain situations so the whole point of this podcast is like oh i don't even finish that pat that other thought when you're trying to think of the end and your happiness is dependent on what's going to happen in the end and you won't be happy till the end not like logical thinking logical thinking is you're content because you understand what will happen emotional thinking is not being content until it happens that's the huge difference there that's why logical thinking associates so associated with people being smart and just smarts and intelligence in general rather than emotional thinking dealing with females overreacting over a guy not texting her as a disclaimer i'm not saying females are bad for being more emotional i'm just saying your brains are literally fucking wired to be more emotional than ours it's in your anatomy so like it's not it's like saying a two per it's like saying you have arms it's just pointing out a fact you know but that's besides the point and the fact what i'm trying to say is wow i really need to stop saying that i say that a fuck ton what i'm trying to say is there is a time and a place 
for logical thinking and emotional thinking. And if you want to live a happy life, then you can learn to think emotional in cases where if you're on acid and you want to pick up bud, but you're not able to, well, just live or really, it doesn't, even, it doesn't always have to be while you're on acid. I don't know why I talk about acid so goddamn much. You don't have to be on acid to fit my fucking analogy. You just be in any situation where you're sad and you're not happy because something hasn't happened yet. Well, because you're emotionally thinking too much. It's just like, if you live for the moment while thinking emotionally, then you'll be perfectly fine because you understand it's going to happen. But if you're sad and you're a logical thinker, then you understand it's going to happen. So just wait until it happens and you'll be fine. I guess it deals with how much patience you have. I really don't know. I realized I was trying to make a point in this podcast, but I, I kind of like went my own separate way. And now I'm just really confused. And now I have to walk into work. <laughs> So, I know I said 15, 10, whatever I said in the past, but, like, my time goes faster than your guys' time, because I think faster. Wait, no, if I was actually thinking faster, then my time would go slower than yours. Man, I don't even know if I should post this podcast, but I'm gonna just add this, I'm gonna make this the first of my car album, on my way to work album, and then eventually I won't need to make any more, because I'll be rich enough to where I won't need to work. So, I'm gonna go. I love you guys. Be safe out there. Okay, well, um, I made my driving playlist. Uh, fuck the first one. Don't even listen to it. It's ass. And that's how you know I care about you. Because I'm, like, telling you what and what not to listen to of mine. Because if I was dumb, I'd just be like, listen to all my shit. Anyways, I'm driving to school. Um, I have, like, a set amount of time. I'm just gonna start talking. So... I thought about this. Depression, what is it caused by? If we want to cure something, we have to learn what it's caused by. Like, when you're... This is a terrible analogy. It's fun, though. When you're torturing someone, it really helps to know them personally. Because then you'll get what you want. If you're going to steal from someone, it helps to know exactly what you're stealing, where you're stealing it, how you're stealing it, when you're stealing it, and why well maybe not why but you know you get the idea when you step into a situation it helps to understand the full the full the full situation it it just helps better in any circumstance to just understand what's going on so with depression we have to think okay well if we're gonna try and quote-unquote cure it I don't think you ever will. You're never going to cure depression. You're never going to hear depression has been eradicated. That sounds really funny, actually, just saying that. Depression has been eradicated. Excuse my sniffling. I just woke up. But, um, yeah. How is it caused? It's caused by... I'm not saying I have depression, but I'm going to use my own views to help me... And now, just help me understand this. I, um... I'm a fucking, like, weird child, right? And obviously, I do the drugs I do, and I I say the things I do, and I have, like, this carefree-ish attitude that I strut around with, and people admire that, I guess. But, well, now I'm just going off topic and fucking bragging. 
but what I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say is, um, depress, fuck, I lost track, okay, depression is caused by people just putting you down throughout your life, it's not a one-time situation, it's throughout your life, people not reminding you, but making you believe, that's the difference, people believe that they're being reminded that they're nothing, when they're being insulted, or they're being put down, and then they develop depression over time, because they start believing the things they hear, because being independent isn't something you do at the age that depression starts formulating, I guess, and just throughout your life, like, okay, I'm gonna try and finish a single fucking sentence without... Um, going off topic, so watch, I'll try really hard, when, throughout my life, like, you know, I'm a weird-ass child, and I do a lot of things, and, um, there's a lot more to say about that, but, um, what, the gist of it is, like, like, I do stupid shit, and I just do anything, like, I, I, I do weird shit, and it makes people laugh, but, a lot of the time, really most of the time, if not all the time, a lot of people don't understand what I'm trying to say, or don't understand the joke, or don't understand what I'm trying to get across to them, and then they'll put me down for it, mainly because they don't understand it. My mom does it all the time, where if I'm trying to describe something to her, she just says, well, you don't know what you're talking about, because you're 18, and I'm older than you, and I know more than you, and I don't know what you're talking about, but I know I know more than you, so you must not know what you're talking about. She's very fond of that logic. It's been pretty, it's been pretty, is adequate the word? It's been pretty, it's, I don't know, but that, that variable has been in the equation of what you'd call my life and history as a child, and that always brought me down, and that's just my mom. My dad almost did the same thing, but not really, and my my friends always fucking did that, so it's just put in the perspective of, like, the, I almost said racial barrier, that's the first thing that popped in my head for whatever reasons, it has nothing to do with race, but that, you know, you could see how over time I would develop low confidence and low self-esteem and be like, well, I don't really know what I'm talking about, even though I think I do, I don't, because everyone says I don't, and that's basically, I'm not saying this is 100% correct, don't quote me on this, I'm not saying I'm right, but in my opinion, that is how depression is caused, through over time, people putting you down, and then you eventually believe it, and then that becomes your perspective on life, and if you're too ignorant to be open-minded enough to change that, then obviously, you could see where that will lead, and then eventually, suicide or drugs will, um, in one's life, because they obviously have this gaping hole, I say obviously a lot too, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys are fucking smart enough to understand what I'm saying without me describing it seven million times, because I have that habit, because sometimes, like, I don't even understand what I'm saying a good portion of the time, so then when I say it, and like, I'm making a podcast, where like, I'm actually like, supposed to transfer information to you guys, and I don't fully understand what I'm saying, then, like, fuck if you guys understand what I'm saying, but, yeah, um, if that's how it's caused, then how do we cure it, you can't 
cure a mood and a, I guess you could, technically you could cure a mood with mind-altering chemicals, but you can't, you can't kill a mindset. You can't kill a mindset with mind-altering substances. It's only either going to get worse or it's going to slightly change, but you're never, ever going to kill a mindset or a perspective on life if one has been living that exact perspective and or mindset. I guess they're the same thing throughout their entire life. And drugs aren't going to do that. The only thing drugs are going to do is put money in the hands of the government and then those drugs aren't really working too well and they fuck you up over the next couple decades and then then you have to pay more and more money and to get cured and through this pattern this happens a lot in this that exact equation that exact pattern where you need something you pay for it it makes you worse so you pay more money to get better that happens a lot throughout life when it comes to the government trying to get money from you when it comes to apple making the next big new iphone that's better than the rest but now you have to buy a new little device to stick in your iPhone just so you could listen to music. And now you could spend more money on a device where you could listen to music and charge your phone. You could do that with the old one, but they wouldn't get more money if they didn't do that. And I didn't buy, you know, the extra little set to do that for my iPhone, but I have one. I came with it, and I know kids that have bought it, so obviously it's fucking working. Also, considering that Apple is one of the top phone companies, like, obviously this concept here is working when it comes to tricking dumb people into doing that. Excuse my sniffling. Um, that's kind of what the government is doing when it comes to giving people opiates because they feel down. So, if depression is caused by people putting you down and then you have that low self-esteem mindset that you're too ignorant to change then and really that is the answer you are too ignorant to change it is a choice to believe that then fucking how do you think it's cured the exact opposite nigga just do the opposite of how it was caused people are putting you down just surround yourself and people that are putting you up now i know i probably sound really dumb and and like i don't know what i'm talking about Partly because those two are true, but also because, like, wait, fuck, I'm getting off track. What I'm saying is, like, just think about it. Like, just, like, it's really a philosophical problem. One of my really good friends, I don't even know if I should say his name. I feel like he wouldn't want me to, but he told me that, well, now you know it's a dude, so that's half the population down, but he told me that, um, depression really is a philosophical problem and reading on Socrates or Plato I don't know which one he said all those fuckers are the same they're all old and I all don't I don't understand most of the shit they say but yeah with actuality and shit like I don't fucking know but I kind of do he actually helps me through that a lot he's like a fucking teacher for retarded kids like me trying to understand philosophical concepts that are higher than myself Understanding that they're higher than yourself is probably the first thing, the first step in understanding exactly what they are. Fuck, I have to get on this exit, and I'm on the, like, there's like six lanes. 
of traffic and I need to get on the exit all the way to the right and I am all the way to the left and that's just not how I want to be. Alright, I made it. But, um, I don't know, I just feel like I have to say those things. But, um, yeah, you guys know what I mean. Surrounding yourself and people that lift you up change your perspective on things. Because if you grow up in a family where everything is religious, obviously you're going to believe that religion and you're going to think that way and that religious mindset, you know, where there's morals. I guess you can have morals as a non-religious person too, but someone religious is more than likely going to have more morals than like an so-called atheist or, uh, or anyone that isn't religious. I guess atheism is a religion too, but it's a lack thereof. And, um, yeah, that's basically the entire gist of what I'm saying. And it's easier said than done, surrounding yourself and people that motivate you and make you happy. I try and do it, but it's fucking difficult because I'd say a lot of shit and I'd like, I don't like try to be funny, but if there is an option to, like, I guess I'll take it. That's just the character trait I have in me, thanks to my fucking dad, thanks a lot for doing that, because fucked up a lot of situations in my life, along with the overthinking characteristic, I guess I would just be, I guess I'd called being, I guess I would be called being an ENTP, that personality type, I'm getting off track again, you guys understand what I'm trying to say here, I need to make an hour-long podcast on surround yourself and people that make you happy oh yeah i was talking about how i forgot (laughs) i was talking about how um uh fuck what was i gonna say oh yeah it's like easier said than done obviously i still have that damn problem oh and this is where i got sidetracked i was saying how damn that must be annoying i really need to stop that i also need to stop talking about how i'm getting sidetracked just like now because it's only making me more sidetracked just like i'm doing right now and yeah I mean I try and do it but I still say dumb shit and I still get put down for this shit that I say and that doesn't cause oppression it doesn't make me want to kill myself but sure as hell doesn't help when it comes to being like happy in life and you're not going to be 100% happy in life but you're not supposed to be 100% sad either or mostly sad sadness in your life is only supposed to appear when need to understand what it's like to be happy that's the only reason sad sadness is a thing because if everyone was sad i mean if everyone was happy all the time then it wouldn't be called being happy it'd be called being normal and then there'd be another elevated mindset called being happy and that'd be even harder to obtain that's called inflation that's a little economics for you when it comes to philosophy that same concept, but, um, I'm going to work, or school, whichever fucking one, I don't really know, I'm not even paying attention, honestly, I'm just looking at the road, going through the motions, I'm so fucking tired, I've been working all goddamn week, I haven't, but I'm going to, and the thought of me going to makes me already fucking tired, as if I did already work all week, and I'm tired as if I did work all week, and I still have to work all goddamn week, uh, that sucks, I can't wait to get to the point, and I'm just gonna start ranting, if you're here for the philosophical part of my podcast, you just leave now, I hope you have a good day, I love you, okay, now, yeah, like, I was scheduled all fucking, I, I, it, it it was Sunday, 
right? It's always been Sunday. It was Sunday. And I got my schedule, and I didn't work Monday. I worked Sunday, and I didn't work Monday, and I worked every day after that until the next Sunday. 4.30 to motherfucking close. Like, just think about that. Like, I go to school. Like, the fuck? And, like... There's that equation, and variables on top of that equation are me being fucking tired, me having a sore ass throat because I've been smoking too much tobacco, so I gotta stop that and rely on other vapes, I guess, and this shit is fucking tough, being an adult and shit, I realize when you're not, well, I guess we are getting philosophical, but I realize when you're doing shit alone and you're going through the motions alone, it's more difficult than having someone there feeling shitty with you, or it's more difficult than having someone there just, like, reminding you, like, hey, what you're going through sucks, but the fact that you're doing it makes me have respect for you, you know? And that, okay, I guess I didn't end the podcast. I guess I didn't, but that kind of ties in with depression, too. Just having someone there, just having another conscious being remind you that, hey, I understand. We are the same. We, We both have human brains. Like, because... You know, like, your whole perspective, your whole reality... And here we go again, it's starting. Our whole perspective, like, our whole reality is based off of every single thing that has ever happened to us. From the day we got out of our mother's womb to the day you're in a casket or what have you. Or in an urn or, you know, either, either one your perspective and your reality is based off of what they tell you other than colors and shapes that are definite and concrete in our world other than those things those are always going to be like cemented in our reality because that's what makes our reality shapes and chemicals in the air that help us breathe and colors that no one's ever going to change that for us but you know what people will change how we feel about things our emotions because those are things that can change those aren't solid objects although the chemicals might be solid they're not solid enough for people putting you down i guess and yeah that makes that sounds like it's smart i guess and yeah if your reality is based off of everyone else's perspective on life rubbed off on you through everything you've ever been through since birth then having someone there that validates that perspective that is one of the little cogs one of the little intricate parts that says oh well I feel this way about things and then that gives you another opinion to juxtapose against your opinion or other people's opinion and that adds to your reality that adds to your perspective on life so when one of those validators of your reality I guess and this is speaking in the sense that you aren't an acid addict and you don't have your own 100% view on everything that proves that having someone there giving their perspective on things genuinely does help because if you grow up having a shitty perspective on life 
you're gonna have a shitty perspective on life. If you grow up having a perspective on life where it's not shitty, and you realize that there are actually good people out there, and the people that make up your reality, realistically, the people that make, reality isn't fucking real, are you kidding me? Like, like, everything I've ever experienced is because someone else reminded me of it, or told me about a song, and then that changed how I felt about the song on the radio, or through the relationships, relation, wow, that lisp, relationships I've been through make me think of songs differently, and I'm not crying, I swear, I have a sniffled nose, and I feel like saying that makes you guys not believe me, but... I don't know why I care about your opinion, says Cameron. I'm just trying to park, I'm sorry. But, yeah, y'all get what the fuck I mean. People make our perspective. Opinions are everything in this world. If everything was logical, then when someone asks you how your day was, then you'd think of every second of the day and then take an average, take a median of how you felt throughout the entire day and then give them that answer. It will take you three days. That's an exact quote from Alan Watts. I, th- I think. I think it's Alan Watts. I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure it is. Because I watched like five Alan Watts videos yesterday on the After School YouTube channel. But I also watched another one by someone else that I've never heard of. And I heard that quote somewhere in one of those videos. But I don't remember which one. So it's more than likely Alan Watts. But you guys understand what I'm saying. And, uh... Yeah, there's emotion tied into everything. Logic isn't everything. And just like I said in my other driving to work podcast, I can't believe I'm saying those words out loud. Just like I said in my other driving to work podcast, there are times to think emotionally and there are times to think logically. But to add up on that, or I guess to rephrase that, emotions aren't every part of our thinking. You just have to choose how much they are. You know what I mean? When it comes to thinking, oh, should I get high before work? Well, how much weed is it? Well, how am I going to feel? Okay, well, now you're thinking about your emotions and how high you're going to be and how you're going to feel and how you're going to act. All because of your emotions. All because of how you're feeling off getting high before work. Now you could think logically, oh, well, my tolerance is this high. I've been smoking for this many days in a row. I guess for me, it's been like eight months-ish. I've been saying six months, but it's been a couple months since I've said that, so I'm just gonna say eight months, because I don't... I mean, really, it's been a year. Whatever. I don't know why I'm getting off topic. I have to go to school, I guess, or whatever. I'm thinking of just doing virtual, because I fucking waking up in the morning is a bitch when you go to sleep at like 12, and then get five hours of sleep every day for the next, like, five days. Shit sucks, but I'm gonna go now. I love you guys. Be safe out there. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, but also don't do anything I would do. There's a small gray area of things that I wouldn't even think of that I can't not do, but I can also do. (sighs) Fuck. You know, you would think I have ADHD, but when I take Adderall, it just makes it worse. Not really, actually. Thinking is different than what I'm saying. Oh, shit. I just had a good-ass stretch. All right, I do have to go now. I love you guys. Be safe out there. You know, I'm going to add this on the driving-to-work thoughts, but I'm at school right now. I'm in, like, one of the portables, and I went to go use the bathroom, 
and I just jump the fucking fence and pee like on a bush or something because we're like literally outside and it takes like twice as long to walk to the bathroom let alone do your thing and then walk back but I just wanted to say like today has been a really really good day for me and I think the only reason it's been a good day is because I've had a lot of like and it's fucking only 10 a.m. but I've had a lot of like deep conversations with people and of course I've had the usual oh you look like Post Malone I don't understand what you're saying and the wow everything you say is so deep nothing you say is superficial well yeah because it's all on my fucking mind and I've had like a, like with my teachers and shit I like talk to them about psychedelics and my art teacher and talk to her about how like a lot of artists view shit in that manner and have used them and she agreed and we just talked and I think that's the whole point of growing. I think it's been a good day because I grew the entire fucking time. But I'll see you guys later. So I I want I want to talk about something real real motherfucking quick, okay? I'm driving on the highway right now, mind you. So excuse me if like I stop to like, you know, fucking drive and shit, okay? So what I mean to say is fucking Alan Watts. I know I've been talking about I I've been talking about him lately. He is a goddamn genius, okay? And as a side note, I realize Zen is something that can be incorporated into anyone's life in any shape or form and it will literally better you as a person and you don't even have to be one of those dumbass white bitches that has like dyed blonde hair and a husband that's cheating on them that's like really rich and shit. You don't have to be like one of those bitches that like fucking like fucking you know what I mean? Like fuck, what's it called? Like stretching and shit and like humming and shit and like meditating. You don't even got to I mean meditating fucking helps. This car just slowly turned into the left lane without fucking no signal slowly fucking turned like i finished like three sentences and that bitch was still turning into the left lane whatever that's besides the point what i'm saying is you know those like skater kids that are really dumb that have like dyed blonde hair and really tan skin cuz they're always out fucking skating and they never wear helmets so then they fall and then like they get dumb they get really strong though and they grow up to be like one of those dumb people whatever that's besides the point that's a lot of judgment but like it's you know just i don't know i think about this shit while on acid and then everything becomes like simple i don't i don't know how to describe it i mean i guess i kind of do but that's not what this podcast is about this podcast is about how zen makes you a peaceful person and you can incorporate it to your life in any way so you don't have to be like one of those white people that like meditate and shit you know that was that's a way easier way of saying it than how I did before but you don't have to be you don't have to meditate you don't have to do it you really don't have to do anything you just have to like think about it think just remember that like nothing really matters you know what people set value to things only have value because people let them have value like the n word or faggot that word that one's kind of like i use that one but it's never to call gay people faggot it's always like someone's doing something dumb i don't you know i'm just one of those people anyways that's besides the point what i'm saying is like fuck where was i oh yeah 
you're gonna realize that like things only have value because we add value to them and you know psychedelics help you realize that zen helps you you can do this sober you can think that's sober and become just as peaceful as if you're like drop a bunch of acid but in my opinion not only is it more fun but it is a lot fucking faster whereas you only need like 12 hours and then boom you like feel like you know everything but at the same time you know you don't and like then you're there you're like you have that reminder in the back of your head because you like saw things real for the first time and you saw that like things don't really matter we're just people and we're just here and zen kind of is like that i could be wrong don't quote me i say that all the time because i'm not confident in what i say i just have opinions on it but i know they're not 100 percent true but they're opinions so they can't be false whatever you know what i'm saying back to my point you just have to realize that things don't matter you know psychedelics do that for you but zen is what i'm talking about on this podcast zen helps you do that and as long as you remember that like nothing really matters and i mean you could just choose to be happy and chill and do what you do you know people are people there is no better or worse person who doesn't work out who gets fatter there's i mean there's less efficient pertaining to living the longest you know then you could categorize people like that but then you're putting a value on things but we set that value through setting that fucking setting that state or setting that goal that living the longest is most important and fat people obviously don't hold that characteristic because they're fucking fat like the only way they can up you is if they're like in cold cold weather and you're also with them no matter like 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 they're gonna be more warm than you and they're gonna survive longer without food because they're fatter but like that doesn't happen like it's better like it was better back then you know people obviously didn't look down on it there was like fertility dolls that they would either worship or they would hold while having a baby or either way it was pertained to like having i learned this shit in high school okay so excuse me but these uh fertility dolls they had when everyone was just like cave people or whatever i don't know they were fucking old or, or young or it was back then so like that age stone age or what have you can i i'm gonna try and turn in the can i nope that person's turning see i'm i looked because i paid attention i can do that okay anyways fuck what was i saying it was like oh shit oh yeah fertility dolls they had them so they obviously worship fat people but nowadays it doesn't seem the same because we set a value on everything and we set like an end goal that end goal in this scenario would be to live the longest because we have this fear of dying even though it's a natural part of life and we've known it's a natural part of life but we're scared of it and we try and run away from it by living longer even though like no matter how you think or how smart you are subconsciously if you're dumb or consciously if you just think about things more than most people then you'll realize that it's inevitable so why am i trying to make this cure or this new gene that we could put into our gene pool as humans and 
make us live longer and make our skin more resistant to shit and you know all those weird evolutionary upgrades that we could probably do if we understand science better in that perspective then like there's really no point because we are all gonna die one day and there are so many problems with mm, keeping humans preserved because uh think about it we can't even preserve each other now and people are dying all the fucking time but people are also being born and then getting old and shit and that's been going on for so long to the point where like there are more people like i'm sorry i'm trying to like focus on breaking i probably should be like more professional about this what i'm trying to say is there's more old people and there's more people in general because we've been growing and that's a problem it's already a proven fact that the government is trying to do everything in its power to slowly make the population go lower by not giving out the cure to certain diseases i don't know if cancer is a disease cancer is just fucking cancer you know i don't know (laughs) But I do know that, like, we're smart human beings. I'm quoting my dad on this and a bunch of other YouTube videos. But, like, we're smart human beings. Like, we're not, we're not fucking dumb. Like, we know what, we don't know what we're doing a lot of the time. But, like, we're very innovative. You know, some of us at least. And the ones that actually went through all the bullshit of school, that whole fucked up system, that kind of works. I mean, that's a whole different topic in itself that I'm not even that knowledgeable about or whatever the word would be to use in there. The point is... <laughs> fuck. I forgot what I was saying. The whole, this whole spiel... This whole spiel... Oh, yeah. Uh, government has security cancer. We're innovative. And we're not going to release it because we make more money off of treating people and telling them they're gonna die soon and then treating them more and then they they pay more money their families do and the insurance companies do rather than cure them and make that really expensive but cure them if you were to make it a reasonable price for fucking cancer because anyone could get cancer even like really really poor families on food stamps and shit if you made a reasonable price for everyone to get which would be the moral thing to do because everyone's gonna want that to fucking happen and if it doesn't then like we're gonna look at the government as bad but if we don't know that they have the cure then we can't look at them as bad because we just believe that there's no cure but i mean that that is if the government has a cure or if we did find a cure and there's like a lot a lot of evidence i have to cough i'm sorry but there's like a lot of evidence pointing towards we do have it for example like i don't know like everyone's probably said this already but like the whole russian guy that had the cure to aids and cancer and like all this other shit and like the government killed him basically and then that got popularized like a week ago at least where i'm from in like central florida we'll call it that and yeah oh my god there are so many fucking cars out and it's making me hella uncomfortable 
I'm gonna go now. I love you guys. I hope you understood what I was saying as much as I didn't. Uh, be safe out there. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this, but, um, you know, I'm an ENTP, whatever. Okay, if you look that personality up, you'll understand it. But if you look at the da- on the My- uh, Myers-Briggs personality test, it's called 16personalities.com or whatever. And one of the downfalls, I- I- every personality type has, like, uh, weaknesses and it has, like, benefits, right? Pros and cons. And one of the downsides of ENTP is... Um, not being able to understand like other people's perspective and take it into consideration which could turn ENTPs into like inconsiderate assholes and I've definitely been there before I do it all the time and after reading that I realize that I do it all the time and like it also ties in with like asking people's opinions and then critiquing their opinions and then what you feel is right and I do that a lot, and that is a huge downside for ENTPs, and that got me thinking, like, it kind of makes sense why not everyone that has tripped does it all the time, or why everyone that has smoked, like, not everyone is gonna like it, because we have different personalities, and some people like being under the influence, some people like not having that type of control, or with other people, in my opinion, it gives me I mean, it doesn't give me more control when I'm high or when I'm drunk or just when I'm on any drug that I would be okay with, but it, it expands. I don't, I don't know, you know, there's a lot of things that it could or could not affect, but like other people aren't going to feel the same way and it what, like, at first, I was like, okay, well, you know, all these drugs, like, it doesn't make sense why people don't want to do this, because, like, like, for all the things acid has done for me, I'm driving right now, and I just woke up, and I'm, like, sober, so, uh, excuse me if I'm, like, all, not me, I, I don't know, I just sound fucking tired, I guess, I, I guess I kind of always do, because I'm usually high when I do these, but whatever, but, yeah, like, it, it's crazy, some people, like, always want to be sober and have control over their life, and those people obviously act different and have different personality types, especially when they're sober, because it just, like, it doesn't match, you know, like, acid, like, all these other drugs are, like, puzzle pieces that you can add to yourself, and they change you as a person, but for some people, those puzzle pieces don't click, and they're not the same way. I don't really know what more to say about this podcast, but the whole gist of it was people are different and not everyone is going to agree with your drug use, even if it's legal, and especially if they've done it and they don't like it because then they put their perspective on it and whatever. It's this whole thing. I hope you guys have a good day be safe out there, I'll probably make, like, a genuine fucking podcast, like, sooner or later when I'm, like, alone, and not just, like, a bullshit, like, two-minute one, but whatever, alright, you guys have a good day, bye. Okay, I just thought of something better, so, like, 
you know, we've been grown up to set a value around things. A value of what hair is supposed to look like, what good vol- what good volume is supposed to look like, what how the color usually is, because most people you see with certain colors and there's only certain colors people dye their hair. No one dyes their hair those like fucking out outlandish colors like orange. Or like, I mean, I guess you see pink, but it's not something you see everywhere. Or like green, purple, and like, well, I guess yellow would be blonde. But I don't know how loud my car is. It's a really shitty car, and it it sounds like it's being loud. But like, I don't know what it sounds like in the podcast, so I'm going to have to look this over. Excuse my sniffling. But yeah, like, we, we grew up to set these value around things and then it creates insecurity through teenagers because when I get when I put you into this world and I say this is how things are and you have to follow these things dyeing your hair this color having it that long has a certain value to it and people will give you their opinions and then that sets that about that sets that value to it and boom that's also a huge other problem when we let other people set value for things for us, when we're not taking enough control in our lives, a lot of people are a victim of that. And it's not exactly their fault, just the way they were born, and the fact that they've probably never been on any psychedelic whatsoever. But the fact that you have to be on a psychedelic, you don't have to be, but the fact that, like, you have, like, one of the best ways to realize what our world really is and what these culture values hold for us and what they're doing to us and how damaging they are to us one amazing way to see past all that bullshit to see past all the lines and the lies is psychedelics the fact that we have to put our mind in a state that is totally opposite from sober and put ourselves in a 12-hour session to where our brain is not even what it normally is to just realize that the world we're living in and what we consider normal can actually be damaging to us especially in the long run that's pretty shitty in my opinion like when you're put in this world alan watts was talking about this too when you're put in this world you're not taught hey the world is free you know, everyone can do what they want. So do what you want as long as it doesn't harm people. I don't think a lot of kids are taught that. I think a lot of, like a lot of kids are taught to conform and we're taught this thing that's called right and wrong. That whole concept. And that's a good concept to, you know, get bored into the whole right and wrong spectrum. But it like we take we take it too seriously we take from right and wrong as in like we should hurt people to where we shouldn't hurt other people if we feel like it instead of incorporating that concept into that analogy it's more that equation it's more like okay well you should wear these clothes or you shouldn't wear these clothes or these are the colors that are best and this is how you should style your hair and all these celebrities and people that have made it and all these people that have these materialistic things that we want when they say something is cool something is cool and it creates like you know how um 
God is always good and the only definition of good there is is God how heavily religious people will tell you that well that means if God kills a baby then that means killing babies are okay because God did it and he's a definition of good and obviously it's just an analogy but then when rich people or famous people or people that are considered cool other people that are considered leaders and that we want to follow them and all that shit when they do something outlandish it's considered cool like you can't tell me these celebrities that wear these outlandish clothing and dye their hair a certain way or cut it a certain way or dread it or whatever obviously that brings forth the movement of whatever they're trying to do like with lady gaga and how all her fucking outlandish clothing like it's only cool if someone says it's cool if someone more popular than you if someone more materialist or not more materialistic but has more material has more material things that require a lot of money to buy it's only cool if someone above you says it's cool and then it ties then that ties into um becoming your own person and not becoming a leader all that hippie bullshit you know like it's it's weird i've been noticing like as i talk everything ties in with everything like everything that has to do with culture and psychedelics ties into that um just empowering yourself and realizing that nothing has any value unless you set it and that's how like when it comes to when you're talking about culture you can't forget like the whole slavery thing that happened and then whether that's our fault ties into a bunch of history where the africans did it to themselves but then the english started the britain started doing it and then all the other countries started doing it and then we started doing it and then that created a whole culture for our country on we started slavery and we were the worst at it or i guess we were so good at slavery that it was bad and what i mean by that is like we were so terrible human beings and had such a a lack of care for them like we were so good at being bad that it made being bad even worse. I'm just saying slavery is bad. That's that's the gist of that stanza right there. And yeah, what I'm trying to say is like everything ties into everything. You could relate every topic into every single other topic out there. And I think that proves that when Alan Watts was talking about how the universe and if you were to take an explosion of the universe and then take a video of it but then put it in reverse you're only gonna get to a point where excuse me i yawned it's still the morning what do you expect but um he was talking about taking an explosion of the universe and you put it in reverse and then it's just a single dot (coughs) excuse me that is like basically proof that whether our universe was controlled by a god or whether it was an evolution thing either way there was a point in time where the universe was just a single dot and matter can't be created or destroyed so you couldn't add things into this universe as it was going on and chilling and evolving and growing and all that bullshit so obviously whatever that center point of the universe was that 
those two molecules that conjoined or made a chemical reaction that ended up being our entire universe or whether it was God outbursting his cum everywhere and then life started to happen. Like, either way you see it, we are the same exact person. We're all relatives in the eyes of God. We're all the same essence, the same chemical compounds in the eyes of the evolution mindset where there is no God. And one of those fuckers is true. One of those, one of those, one of those is true where it was either evolution or it was God. It really seems like it was evolution now that I'm just thinking about it. But I guess that's just my set opinion on it. But that like either way like we all came from one point and we all are basically the same and i think everyone should be taught that because that totally separates the value in things like you don't exactly have okay i'm going to what i'm gonna, i'm going to say you don't have value in your siblings and what they say to you, like, if your siblings call you fat, or your best friends call you fat, or ugly, or whatever, you know they're probably joking, you know they probably don't mean it, so it doesn't really matter to you, and it's the same thing with, yeah, yeah, so there's that going on, chilling, happening, you know, and then when you see someone you don't know, it's, it's weird how the less you know someone, the more you care about their opinion. Because I'm sure, like, I'm just guessing, you know, I'm just making a stretch right now. Not figuratively, not literally, I mean, I'm driving and holding a phone, but when you don't know someone, you're more insecure around them because you don't know their judgment. You don't know what made their opinion their opinion. And that adds value to it. It ties in with the fear of unknown, just as, I, just as I was talking about. When you talk about one topic that has any real conscious thought behind it, then it's going to tie in with every other topic that has ever existed, from slavery to the dinosaurs to goddamn religion, okay? Uh, notice how I put it in chronological order. I don't know. I thought that was a little... I thought that was appealing, at least. But... I guess, well, it was reverse chronological order, because I want slavery, dinosaurs, and then... Unless dinosaurs enslave themselves, that'd be pretty cool. Mm. Maybe not for the dinosaurs, but... Okay, I'm going off track. What I'm saying is, it's funny how... Well, like, why am I more... Okay, I'm gonna talk about myself, but... If you feel the same, then just take it as fact, because I'm sure every human feels the same way. If I'm walking past and I see Joe some random nigga, and I don't know his opinions on anything, but he says, hey, I really like your shirt, that would make me feel so good, because someone I don't know, I don't know what their values are, where it's set, but they liked my shirt, that's awesome, and I've had that happen to me before many times, and it feels fucking amazing, mainly because I'm that one to wear those weird fucking, I'm, I'm that one to wear that weird clothing, and mainly because I don't give a shit, but, well, I do, but that's for a different topic, and, um, okay, this person's not gonna turn, I'm stealing your spot, but, yeah, back to what I was saying, 
like, if you don't know someone's opinion on something, you don't know the stem of their values and their opinions, then it means more to me for some reason rather than someone who I know and is my best friend. Like, all my best friends and all my, like, really good friends, they know what I'm like. They know how I am. They know how, like, fucking outlandish and weird I am. So when they look at me, they just kind of go, oh, that's Cameron. And then that's where that stop that's where that starts and stops like that's Cameron he's weird that's that's just him he's doing his own thing but if everyone was taught to have that mentality that there is a such thing as people being different rather than people being more or less than you then there wouldn't really be any insecurity because insecurity stems from kids going wait well that person has a lot of value I have a lot of value for that person do I have a lot of value and I'm not exactly matching the values of that person therefore I'm valueless now we're incorporating these values for everything and then we grow up with it and then our parents just influence us on us and our parents and our friends influence us on us and it becomes this huge thing how you are less than I because of example A that is the most wrong that is the wrongest statement anyone could ever say nothing has any value there is no such thing as things that are less or more than things are just different things just are as they are now of course there's less efficient like if you're going to speak in the perspective of living the longest you could possibly live then yes with those values in hand then being fat is valueless and being skinny or not skinny but just like up to par with what our fucking bmi indicator indicator says if you don't know what that is the bmi indicator the body mass indicator it tells you how tall like for how tall you are and how like just how naturally big you are as a person depending on how much fat you have they're telling you like like if it's healthy or not right now that's an actual like fact whether something is healthy or not because when you look into the perspective of living the longest there is a set yes and no on what to do and there is a set value on well if you were skinnier you'd probably get away with this or if you were fatter you probably would you know there are set values for that perspective now that i'm thinking about it if that's true that means everyone has a set perspective on something well that just sounds dumb because it sounds obvious But in the exact context of what I'm talking about, that means everyone has a set perspective on something, and they're trying to reach that goal. But what exactly is that goal if it sets a value for every single thing out there, showing that person that, like, or just that person being more prompted to push their opinions on other people and say, like, oh, that that, that shirt is bad, that's ugly. The word ugly doesn't fucking exist, by the way. Okay, ugly? Are you fucking kidding me? How are you gonna tell everyone that beauty is opinionated and you could be your own person and there's no such thing as right or wrong? Like, we do get taught that, honestly. Like, I don't know why I'm praising this as if we don't. We just don't really take it into consideration. And the more you think about it, the more you overthink about it, the better it makes you as a person in my opinion in my opinion okay 
But how are you going to teach kids that, oh, you can be beautiful in any way. It doesn't matter what you look like. Beauty is in the mind. Beauty is inside. Beauty is who you are, not what you look like. But then the word ugly is used? How can we use the word ugly in any circumstance and then simultaneously tell everyone that beauty is subjective? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Ugly is the opposite of beautiful. Ugly is ugly. It is ugly. It's its own word. It's not a synonym for anything. It's not anything. It's its own concept. The fact that you are not beautiful, not up to par with what my values are as someone that is considered attractive. And this is put into our heads and then we use this to formulate our life. We grow up around this, growing up around going, well, that's ugly. I don't like it. Well, that's more attractive. I like it. You know, like, we're, and then, like, obviously I'm making a stretch here. Like, I'm only speaking to, like, a, like half the human population because the rest aren't dumb enough to understand that beauty really is subjective. But holy shit, I am here very fucking early. But yeah, that's my little, that's my spiel on everything. I'll um, I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, I'm just gonna start my driving to work thoughts because guess what, nigga, I'm driving to work. Um, basically, I've come to the realization that really like i'm driving to fucking work right now what am i doing what is the full essence the full purpose of what i'm doing i'm doing this so i can get paid why do people stay longer when they're working so they can get more hours so they can get paid more why are we really fucking doing anything that is work related Like, not something that, like, we like, but it takes a little effort to obtain. Like, if I want to make a mural, it'll be a little effort obtaining the art supplies. It'll be a little work, a little hassle. But then I'll make the mural, and I'll be happy while I'm making it, as I'm making it. And then when it's finished, I'll be really fucking happy. That's not called work. That's called doing something you enjoy. You know what we're doing? What I'm about to fucking do for the next eight hours? Work. And then, what am I going to do with that work? I'm selling my time. They're giving me money in exchange for my time and effort and hassle and labor. And then, what am I going to do with that money? I'm going to spend it on gas. And I'm going to spend it on my car. And I'm going to spend it on food to keep me going to work. To keep me living. I'm going to spend the money I obtain from work. I'm going to get hungry because I work. So I'm probably gonna, and I'm gonna be like tired, so I'm gonna spend it on weed. So all that money is just going to be spent on something driving me to work longer and longer until I fucking die and all my money goes to the government. I wanna, I wanna rant more, I'm ending this, but I have to go into the gas station to get wraps. So like, bear with me. All right, fuckers, I got wraps. So I'm literally like, I just got in the car. I'm going to like start everything. I'm going to roll and drive to work all while fucking recording. Let's get this started. Okay, so um, I guess I'm just going to place my phone right here. So yeah, I mean, you know, as you can see, we're put in this system where, okay, yeah, as you can tell, I watched a lot of Joe Rogan DMT experiences and all that other shit, 
Okay, so I'm a little like I, I'm like the side effects I have from all the psychedelics I've been doing in my past and watching Joe Rogan like the hardest side effect of all of that is you can't stop talking about psychedelics he said that or someone did I remember someone telling me they're like yeah the worst side effect of DMT it's crazy you won't stop talking about DMT that's it that's a side effect you know why it's a fucking side effect because it's so good for you it is so mind bending and it transfers everything it makes like like if there is one thing i could say with the least amount of bias like bias like views and opinions if there's one thing i can say that is the healthiest and the best for you fuck fruits apples bananas vegetables all that bullshit dmt is where it's fucking at that shit will put you in your goddamn place and you know where your place is you will find out when you trip like ah god I've just been learning so much in the past, like, four hours. Okay, here's this one thing that I really want to talk about. Here's, I firmly, okay, now, I, I, uh, because of psychedelics, I don't give a shit that I talk too much about psychedelics. It's changed my life enough to where I want to put it off to everyone else, and I want to share my experience and information and views with other people just so they can do the same as I did. And maybe not feel the same way as I did, but I honestly feel like if I share enough information and views with people, they're going to follow in my footsteps and then go on their own path and realize, damn, like, this is awesome. Thank you for introducing me to this. Now I'm an individual with my own mindset. I'm not working to fucking work. I'm not working to work. That's a good term. Right now, I'm working to work. I'm working so I can work. And then when I do that work, I'm going to go work some more right after that. Like... As it helps you see past that system, we don't need to work every day. Robots can do fucking dishwashing jobs and cook food. Are you kidding me? But they have just make a bigger vending machine. That's like for families, and then you could eat there, just like Outback. Like we don't need people running this shit. We need people to pay taxes. Robots won't pay taxes. I mean, that's a whole nother subject, you know, I, I can't get into that right now, I have to learn more information about that before I start stating shit, what I do know is fucking acid, oh, that sounds really cringy as I think about it, but, um, yeah, driving to work thoughts, volume 87, or 83, um, yeah, so what, what I, okay, so I've, I've realized that, like, I, I meant to say this, but then I started on my acid tangent once again, like I always fucking do, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry, but, you know, there's that. What I'm saying is, like, I've... Oh, fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. God damn it. Oh, this always fucking happens, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've noticed through my acid experience my psychedelic experience that I am very quick to make assumptions. I'm very quick to say, like, if I hear one thing that I really, really like, I will be the first person to say, that is what I believe. This is real. There's nothing that can convince me otherwise. This is how things are. And one theory, and I, I, now that I realize that, I can take what I think into consideration and then just not immediately assume them, but just take them into, into consideration when I make new ideas. You know, because no great things come and are made the first time. It takes trial and error and it takes failure to make something good. So I have to keep noticing that I'm failing 
by making quick assumptions of things. So I could, instead of failing by making an assumption and taking that as fact, succeeding would be taking that assumption and considering it. And then in my final conclusion of how this world was made, I guess, because that's what that assumption has to do with mushrooms and people and evolution and shit. When I come to a conclusion, I'll take that into consideration. That's what succeeding is. It's trial and error. It's dying and being reborn. It's taking things into consideration rather than fact. Now, what this whole tangent was supposed to be about is how um, I had that exact feeling. I'm talking about how, like, I should be doing the other thing, but I, like, felt that for a couple seconds, and now I realize, because I've, you know, used some sense that the psychedelics have given me, which is basically common sense, or I'd like to refer to it as Cameron sense, because no one fucking has it, making it not not common. But then when you take human intelligence and categorize it and define it as common sense, then everyone else that doesn't think like everyone else will feel insecure because common sense is supposed to be something everyone has, but you're not supposed to be like everyone. Think about that. Common sense is something that everyone thinks everyone else should have, but you're also not supposed to be like everyone else because then you'll be like everyone else. Okay, so what are you trying to say? Think like everyone else, have the sense, the common sense of everyone else, but rather not be like everyone else, have the common sense of everyone else, but be yourself, okay? Remember that. Be yourself, but have the con- common sense of everyone else. How the fuck does that make sense? Why was I told that throughout my entire childhood? Why are we poisoning these children's minds with ideologies and theories and conclusions that do nothing for us as humans? Like, the whole the whole conformity and shit, like, you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna go on a tangent on that. That's, that's cliche. The whole, oh, don't conform, be yourself. Yeah, well... A couple of us are a step above that when you consider what common sense really means, but that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about how I, for like a good 74 seconds, firmly believed and could not be swayed otherwise until after the 75th second, but I firmly believe that, I kind of still do, it seems like the most believable theory, either an alien civilization or just by random fucking chance spores, mushroom spores, came out of nowhere, out of space, and were launched on fucking, not launched on Earth, they were launched from somewhere else, God knows where, but they came about from fucking God knows where, or if he's even real, who knows where, like, they came from anywhere, God's guess, I keep saying God, but anyone's guess. Boom! Mushroom spores hit Earth. What happens? Mushrooms start growing everywhere. And then mushrooms slowly evolve into human beings. Now, I know that sounds a little ludicrous to you. He's a good artist of mine. I know that sounds very ludicrous of you, but just bear with me here. I got this from a Joe Rogan podcast, so it has to be true. Which, honestly, I say that sarcastically, but... Like, I firmly do believe, I believe this is possible. I mean, think about it. Mushroom spores hitting Earth and then evolution taking place from there is a lot more believable than a fucking invisible man in the sky that can see you and he judges you and he's the only one that's right. And if you don't do exactly what he says, then you're going to burn in fire eternity, a, a, a hell for eternity. But he loves you. 
okay? I took that exact snippet from George Carlin, by the way. He is a goddamn genius. I love him to death. That is from George Carlin. I don't take credit for that. And I cherish that stanza. I say a stanza as if it's in a poem, because really, a poem is art, like music. And that stanza, for what he said, is art to me. It's beautiful. Taking a trip is a goddamn art form. Like, music can change your views. Music can change how you feel about things and make you feel good or bad. Poems are the same thing. Same art. Same art form. But so are fucking words in general. Because that is what music is and that is what a poem is. And that's exactly what a, a paragraph of what George Carlin said. It's art. And it changes you. So that right there is fucking art. And if that is what art is considered, then I guess I must be an artist because I feel like... Well, I mean, in that case, anyone would be an artist, really. Because that's just... I No one's in the left lane. Awesome. Man, there are... That's a bunch of fucking rain. That sucks. But... Yeah, fuck. What was I saying? I don't even know anymore. I have, like... Yeah, human spores came from Earth, and then we evolved from spores, and then... Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it kind of ties in the whole consciousness thing. It answers um, your consciousness for me. Or it, answer, it answers why we're conscious. Because, we're, like, we're, it makes sense. Evolution makes sense, but we're conscious, we're real, and we're self-aware. Like, I said this while I was high... Okay, I got to work. I shall start rolling. But... Um, someone, uh, one of my really, really good friends, I've made a podcast with him before, actually, he, uh, he, uh, in my anatomy class with Miss Bosco, um, oh, what the fuck, one of the blunts is fucked up, like, it's already teared, like, I just opened this package, what the fuck, game, what's going on, I thought your brownie flavor was supposed to be something special, whatever, but, um, yeah, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. I almost went on the George Carlin spiel again about how an invisible man in the sky. That's funny, he was talking about how religion is bullshit and, uh, all that. I really forgot what I was saying, that sucked. Oh, yeah, mushrooms and people. But, um, it, the mushroom one answers consciousness. Like, okay, we're either conscious because of religion, sure, you want to believe that? Go ahead. Or, or, mushrooms sent from an outer fucking, like, okay, okay, I totally got off of what I was trying to say. I remember now. Um, there's only a couple things that could have made us conscious, okay? A dog isn't fucking, like, yeah, my, I guess it's conscious. I don't really know, you know? But... A human conscious, an intelligence. The intelligence that we have is beautiful. Like, oh, someone parked next to me. That's odd. I hope they don't judge me for smoking an illegal drug next to them. But, oh fuck, where are my wraps? No, I brought, like, oh, I, okay, here they are. I'm so happy. But, um, yeah, it answers. Okay, so I was talking to my good friend Andrew, he's a smart nigga, right? And he's like, 
Uh, I was talking, I was high as shit in that class, too. This is when I came up with this theory. I was like, listen, Andrew, I think I, I think I got it. Oh, lightning just came about weather for you. Um, I'm like, I got it. He's like, what? I said, we're not conscious. Why are we labeling a consciousness? What if it's just being self-aware? Like, what if, obviously, we see that humans and animals have evolved, right? But what if a consciousness is just being so intelligent that you're just aware that you're existing and you're aware that you're thinking? What if that's what consciousness is? What if it's obtained? through your lifetime that's why you're not really conscious that's why you can't really remember things until you're like a certain age because i don't believe you're really conscious at that point because you're not really self-aware now i've also heard arguments stating that consciousness has nothing to do with being self-aware being self-aware is simply a result of being intelligent but then again are babies really conscious like let's be real here like, little Timmy, little four-year-old Timmy, like, can you really look at Timmy and be like, <laughs> you're conscious? Like, I don't know. It just seems very... In, in my... Okay, my belief right now, right now, my belief is that we are not conscious until we are a certain age. No, that's not my belief. I'm sorry. That's not my belief. But... A theory that I'm upholding is we are not conscious until a certain age when we can start remembering things because babies really can you know maybe people are conscious at different times like I'm sorry I'm licking this right now having to make sure it's all clean but like you know some people you know that whole thing where it was like, you're not conscious? Or no. You you can't start remembering things until the age of like four or whatever. Have you ever heard of that before? I'm leaving time for people to answer so they can like follow along with the podcast. Like as if they're fucking here. But have you ever heard that term? Like, oh, you're, um, you don't remember things until... Just one of those people trying to sound smart. Just random facts that one of those ignorant people spew out like I do all the fucking time. I hope you can't hear the rain. It's really disturbing. But... Okay, I'm pretty sure. I I didn't do a bad job. Could have done better, though. Not gonna lie. But, um... Yeah, you've ever, ever heard that term or someone say, like, oh, you're a... Uh, you can't remember, did you know you can't remember things until you're about like, like four or whatever? And I was like, that makes sense. I'm ignorant. I'm going to take that into consideration right now. And that's exactly what happened. And now I'm incorporating it into another theory. That's well, going back to what I was saying. Don't believe everything you hear. Just associate it. Whatever. I hope you guys get what I'm saying as much as I don't. That's going to be another one of my sayings for this. But, yeah. People that have said that, it kind of makes sense with my theory. Because it's like, maybe you don't obtain... Maybe consciousness is earned through something. Maybe it's a religious thing, too. Maybe you're given a consciousness by a higher being. Maybe a mushroom spore hits you in the fucking dickhole and then you're conscious. 
you know, like, I hope you guys are following along with this because, like, I understand all of it, and it seems somewhat comical to me, but I'm, I'm just trying to understand, you know, like, everything that I am, everything that I ever think of is a direct product of me trying to come to a conclusion, come to terms, have a final answer and say in exactly the accidental questions that I don't understand and don't know how to answer. All this psychology shit is me trying to find an answer. All humans are like that. All we want is an answer. All we want is a definite. Because then we'll know. And we'll be better if we know, right? Oh, that's very true. There's no such thing... Fuck. There's no such thing as bad intelligence. Well, it's raining outside and Cameron doesn't have anywhere to ash. Let's get creative. Um... Shit. Okay. Here, I have a little water. Awesome, I can fill up. Nope, I have this plastic water I don't give a shit about. I'm using that. That's why I keep a bunch of plastic bottles in my car, just in case I'm smoking. And I need a fucking ashtray. My laziness took overboard, so now I have a million ashtrays in my passenger seat. Really, it's, um... Oh, fuck. Really, it's, um... Passenger floor. Anyway, um... Psychedelics, good. If you believe that psychedelics aren't... Ill. Psychedelics aren't good for you, then you're ignorant. You can call me a druggie, but do you drink coffee every day? You're a druggie. Do you need love and affection to prosper as a human being? You're a druggie. Love is a drug. Are you kidding me? Before I got into a relationship, like, I didn't know what weed was. Then when I smoked it, I started smoking it every day for the next two fucking years, okay? That's a drug. That's a drug. I didn't know what a relationship was either. Then when I found that and I found love, or what you would call high school love as a freshman, when I found that little string of love that would lead me into what love actually is, and psychedelics helped me understand what love really is, it's earned, not, uh, whatever, that's a whole different topic. But what I learned what love really is, just like I learned what weed was, and it's the same pattern, boom, to your relationship. And, I mean, obviously I'm exaggerating, like, the relationship was on and off, but still, I was searching for love after I found out what it was as a freshman. I was searching for weed after I found out what it was as a freshman. I'm doing what I did with weed the same thing I did with love. I sacrifice things for weed. I've spent more money on weed than I want to, or I've spent more money at one time on weed than I wanted to. Maybe a little bit more than I wanted to. Sometimes a little less. Same thing with love. I've gone out of my way to do things just to gain happiness through love. And I've now that I think about it, I not now, but even as I was doing it, maybe I didn't want to do it. Not maybe, I'm telling you, I didn't want to do every single thing I did for love because it's a chemical that I receive from somebody else that drives me to do other things same thing as weed love drives you to be happy 
weed drives you to be fucking an outside thinker. Same thing as psychedelics. So, you can call me a druggie, but just taking into consideration what you... Same thing with music. I found more music, fell in love with it. It's all I listen to. All the fucking time. Every day. I have my earbuds in all the fucking time. And when someone's talking to me, I take them out. But still, right when they're done talking, I put them right back in because I need that. Just like everyone else needs that. Because it's a fucking drug. Everything is a drug. Money is a drug. Once you find it, you want to chase it. Don't call me a fucking druggie. Because everything's a drug. If I'm a druggie, then I'm a goddamn human being living my best life. And you should do the same. Because... That's how you live. And acid helps you realize what that really is. My brother takes Adderall. My stepdad drinks and smokes my uh, nicotine. My mom smokes weed. Everyone in my house is a fucking drug user, whether they know it or not. My mom does coffee, too. My mom does coffee and weed. My stepdad, nicotine and um, alcohol. My stepbrother, or my little, my actual biological little brother, Adderall. He's prescribed it. So one of those fucking drugs is, um, like, prescribed by the government. So now the government is telling you, hey, you need to do these drugs to be, to fit in and think like we do. Because you think too outlandish. Because you have ADHD. So think in straight, narrow paths. That's what acid helps you realize. That's why when you look at straight things, straight lines on acid, they bend. Because bending... Things that are moving are alive. Rocks aren't live because they're not moving. You're alive on acid because everything's fucking moving. Everything's bouncing and breathing. Walls are breathing. Straight lines are becoming less linear and more abstract. And they're going and they're fucking... They're bending and they're not being linear. They're not being straight. They're not conforming to what you're used to. They're not conforming to what they're told to what they're supposed to be not even what they're supposed to be because it's not what it's supposed to be fuck there's so much i want to say but i can't because i have to go into work work is stopping me from helping everyone enlighten themselves i sound really cocky right now but whatever i love you guys i have to go i hope you guys be safe stay trippy out there you know everyone's gonna try and put you down because they see you and they want to be you natural human ego and security psychedelics help you get rid of those two i love you be safe out there and um yeah what's up y'all this is cameron i'm gonna make a fucking podcast okay start off i wrote a whole motherfucking essay in seventh period about goddamn philosophy and how everything doesn't have a value it's only it's only set by like value to a car or shoes or to a hundred dollar bill or a one dollar bill the value in that is only set by what you say it is the n-word only has as much value and it takes so much out of people and offends so many people because you fucking let it we set the value for everything in this entire fucking world and the better the the, the more independent you are the more of an independent thinker you are yeah psychedelics help you get there i realize i talk about it in every goddamn podcast well maybe that's because it's affected me in a way where like i have nothing but a positive outcome on it okay and obviously i want to share this so basically i'm saying like hey i feel like i've been awoken and i feel that's gay that's a gay term but i feel like the perspective i have on life is 
by far a healthier one than most people's, considering most people's, or I don't know the statistic behind it, but, I mean, a good handful of people don't understand what they're doing. They're lost in life. I'm not saying I'm not lost. I'm not saying I know all, and, like, I'm fucking, I'm the great God, and, like, I know everything, and I've come to peace with myself. I have a lot to learn, honestly. When, when it comes to Zen, when it comes to psychedelics, when it comes to just thinking about other people's feelings and, and just, maybe not so much that, it's opinionated really, that's another conversation, but just, just realizing that the only thing, like, there is in this world is love, like, that, that's really the only thing, it sounds gay, but really it's the only thing that, it's not the only thing that there is, it's just it's the only thing that's really needed. Like, you don't need ignorance. Like, you can't... You can go your entire life without being ignorant, and you'd be perfectly fine. You'd be a lot healthier than if you did, or if you lived the life you are now. Ignorance, that is a big one psychedelics help you get over. Your ego, your fat fucking ego that tells you who to be. Why are we playing a show for people? Why are we dressing a certain way? Why are we going outside and putting ourselves off and trying to fit this image of someone that we want people to judge in a way where it would make us feel better because their judgment would be fucking... Like, for instance, I was sad when I was conformed into our society. I was so upset when I had no idea where I was going and I just... I just... I didn't know what I was doing. I just listened to everyone around me. I just followed. And then I found acid. And I realized, oh shit, wait, so you're telling me that all of this is bullshit and the only thing that matters is love, this greed, this ignorance, all these terrible characteristics I hold as a human being that inevitably end in the extinction of the human race, especially when it comes to ignorance then and ego, then and greed. Like, you're telling me those aren't needed? Why are these incorporated into our lives? Why are these defined? If everyone incorporated the mindset behind... If everyone thought in the mindset of, well, cultural values shouldn't run my life. I should run my life. I'll take those into consideration. Like, I'll take the law into consideration. I'm not going to let people tell me what the fuck to do. I'm a goddamn human being. I don't have a choice to go anywhere. I Like, I have a car, yes, but I don't have a choice to go anywhere where the law isn't. And I can't afford a plane ticket. I mean, I can, but then it'd be all my fucking money. Like, this, like you can't set me. You can't, like, birth me in a country and then expect me to follow all the fucking rules and, law- rules and laws and conf- Laws, 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 L-A-W-S. You can't expect me to conform and be happy at the same time. Because when you conform, you're putting on a show for people. I used to put, I was the best goddamn actor out there. Because I'd put on shows for people. I would dress because I wanted to impress people. I would dress and I would not wear something primarily for the fact that I, I feel like I would get judged in it. A bunch of fucking acid later, I realized, damn, like, as long as I give love to people, whether it's my family, I just love them and cherish them and appreciate everything they do, and I give back to them just as much, if not more, 
And same with my friends, helping them out. Same with just, res- like, just respecting people's views and wishes and their religions and their views on politics. Just respecting all of that. We can share knowledge on different religions. We can share knowledge on different political views. It doesn't mean we have to be right, because really no one is right. Who says we're right is the human race itself, and if we can't agree, then there is no right answer. Think about that. We set the value for motherfucking just about everything, from just everything. Everything has a biased view on it, because we set it that way as humans. Because we're ignorant, and we don't know, well, I mean, we just, we just don't know. It's just out of ignorance, just not knowing and not like the bad type of ignorance where oh you're like ignoring something when it when like it could actually help you make a more correct conclusion you could say and not that type of ignorance i mean the ignorance of just not think i get i don't know honestly like it just has to do with ignorance just the the closed-mindedness of it i guess was really what i'm pointing towards the closed-minded of seeing all these beautiful things that you could possibly do and then going I can't because it's not going to make money I need to make money so I can live and then you're not really living I mean yes you're feeding yourself you're keeping yourself alive but you're not living what's living is doing what you love making yourself happy you're living a life that is what a life is life is movement, life is vibrant, life is change, life is everything, no, I take that back, it's not everything, life is just about fucking the most beautiful thing you could have, and when you say you're alive, when you say you have a life, and all you do is, your your mindset is the same, you're just a pawn in the game that just gets you to work for other people, making money, paying taxes, dying. That's this whole thing. That's what this is all about. Just realize that there is more than what you see and what you feel. There's always more to everything. And it's never okay to be... And yeah, this is fucking opinionated, but if we're being real here, ignorance truly is the greatest evil. In my book, it's never okay. My book's more like a Bible. Like, it's a Bible long, but it's not religious. It just talks about religion. Whatever, I'm sorry. But... The whole point of this is, like, fucking closed-minded people suck. Because if the human population sets the value for everything that there is, we said a $100 bill is worth this many cheeseburgers and a $1 bill is worth this many cheeseburgers, even though they're made out of the same exact material, there's a culture, I guess it's not really a culture thing, but there's a value we have for it. And money is a big one, because it's the main one. It makes the fucking world go round. Like, when you set value for these things, you're not happy. Excuse me for the interrupting yawn. But you need to set value for what you feel deserves value. Respect and value is earned. Not, not a right. Being respected isn't a right. And what I mean by that is, if you're on this earth, you have no right to tell people what they can and can't do. Shit, some, something happened today. Fucking, someone was talking about popping pills and shit in school, 
And like, I was, I was thinking about the uh, J. Cole song, Middle Child, where he's like, I don't pop pills or something, but do as you wish. Or he said, like, something, something, do as you wish. And I thought that was very interesting because I know J. Cole's like, like a psychedelic nigga, like he thinks like that. And he said, do as you wish. He didn't say, you know, at one time, I don't know if you guys know who Suicide Boys is, or like a, just a pair of rappers, and I love them in my opinion, but, well that wouldn't be my opinion, that's just how I feel, but an opinion is how you feel, so if you say I love them in my opinion, are you just saying I feel like I love them because I feel that way, like, I don't, I don't fucking know, honestly, that's just, it's, it's like a double negative, but it's a double positive. Is that even possible? Whatever, I'm fucking... You guys know what I'm talking about, okay? If the human mind... If the human population... Sets the value for everything... Then we can't agree on anything... And if if that if that's true... Well, it is true, but... Since we can't agree on anything... And since... People want to be closed-minded... And not consider all the facts... And evidence and the possibilities... For humankind... And... I mean, I would say enlightenment, but just pathway to more knowledge, a more, I don't want to say spiritual, but just a better understanding of the confusion being on this fucking earth in the middle of nowhere, spinning and traveling thousands and thousands of miles with not a single cell of life around us except the people around you and everything around you on earth it's the only thing there is so what's the point of hating what's I mean, this sounds really fucking hippie especially because i'm high i feel like if i was sober this would be more like like it'd be like a fucking it'd be a better speech well yeah like i like honestly i said this out loud in one of my classes and somebody laughed at me as if i was wrong but if everyone did psychedelics like at like the age of 20 or whatever because no one starts a war before the age of 20 or 25 i assume i mean there were egyptians that were like kings and pharaohs and shit like at a very very young age but they didn't start wars i don't think so but if like if everyone had a dose like a good a really good trip on acid or shrooms or mescaline or ayahuasca or just anything or even a near-death experience that also fills the plate too and it's full and it's free as well it's also very scary but like everyone needs to experience that because it gives you a different perspective on life you grow up and you grow up like with seeing things around you and that adds to your mural of the painting of life and what you feel it is and what's in it is dependent on what you've seen in your entire life that's why it's a mural and like fuck see when I do this high like it gets me more like I think more but like I forget more so like it just goes away so it just cancels out does nothing but yeah fuck I forgot what I was saying oh yeah how can people set the value for things but also be ignorant towards new information you're not considering all the facts like if you're gonna do something like, if you're going to buy a car, you're going to want to know the price of, like, the top ones that you've picked or just the ones that in your price range. You're going to want to know, like, the gas mileage on each of them. I mean, if you, like, are analytical about it, it's just uh, an example or an analogy, really. But 
if you like buy cars, new cars and shit, you want you want to know like everything or at least like a good information about them, so you can make a better economic decision for yourself when it comes to saving money and what you want and how much you're gonna travel in it and how much luxury you desire within your vehicle. You know, like it's all up to you. Fuck, I forgot where I was going with this. Hold on. Oh, yeah. So, really, like... Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm just going to end the podcast here, because I'm almost home. And I'm driving. This is going to go on my driving podcast. Okay. You guys be safe. You guys have fun out there. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to Driving with Cameron... Today, we're going to talk about motherfucking cultural values, bitch. Let's start off. I just had to stop my head. <sighs> Holy shit. So, basically, th- th- think about this. One time, sophomore year, someone said, Dude, you only come in with, like, one pair of shoes. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, don't even come to me. And, like, he was joking, but, like... Just, just, just think about that premise. There are people that genuinely feel or that concept. Think about that. People come in, or pe- people are looking at you going, well, he only has one pair of shoes. And you know damn well there are people out there that are insecure like that. So, having a lot of shoes, that's a cultural value. People saw, I'm rolling my window down because I'm smoking, I'm sorry. But having a lot of, uh, I almost said having a lot of windows down. driving with one hand and smoking and I'm on the highway that's not good I'm getting better with driving with my knee though that's not good though that's not good at all but yeah so seeing people do that conforming and going oh that's a cool thing to do buying like a lot of shoes and uh, wearing them and they look nice and it makes me feel good about myself it gives me confidence that's good and all but then when you incorporate it with insecurity and, or your own insecurity and you say, well, it's, it's not that I'm confident with them. It's more like I'm overly confident and I only wear one pair of shoes. Or no, you only wear one pair of shoes. So fuck you and I'm better than you. That, a, a cultural value due to conformity resulted in insecurity and feeling better than other people because you have more than one pair of shoe you like that being in that in my opinion is so low and unattractive that's why it's hard for me to find a fucking relationship yeah let's just switch to this topic i guess because like all the girls are like this and then i think about it logically and i'm like well it doesn't even matter because if they're, I wouldn't want to date a girl that's like that anyway. It's like that conforms and it's all in the cultural values and shit. And very superficial with everything she thinks. Like most people out there. I'd say over half. Well, that is most, but I'd say like 70% of people do that. But yeah, like it's just like it's really worthless to be in a relationship like that because it's the same shit. It's like a, an equation. Like, like it's different for every girl. But the ones I think on that superficial level, it's really the same thing. 
but uh, yeah, that's what I just wanted to say. Cultural value resulted uh, in cultural value influenced by um, propaganda, and obviously with commercials and shit, and um, um, just uh, conformity resulted in insecurity and uh, ignorance, basically. Ignorance being a part of I'm better than you and you're less than me because you only have one pair of shoes you only have one pair of shoes that you wear every day to school. So it doesn't even matter if they're nice, apparently it's the quantity that you have as well. According to him, I'm gonna go now. I love you guys, be safe out there.